got amazing presence, great confidence. Hello everyone and welcome to my channel or welcome back to my channel. We're coming to you live from Christchurch right now. The band are over here, we're about to party. This is what this show is all about, good for you. Project Creator. And welcome to another episode of Project Creative, a place where creative people like you and me share their talents and stories. Joining us today on the show is none other than the incredibly talented George Day's announcer and DJ Sin Howard. Sin joins us on the show now. Welcome, Sin. Oh, thank you so much for having me. What a blast. <laughs> when did you realize that um, radio was something that you wanted to do? I just feel like... I just feel like I was kind of a different case. I think a lot of people go into um, studying radio wanting to kind of be on any radio station, which is wonderful and I totally understand that. But for me, it was always about the music and I just identified with everything that Georgie FM was about. Like I just, I, I love electronic music. I grew up listening, listening to it when I was, when I was young. Um, so that was my, yeah, that was my goal was to, to go to uni to get on George FM. So I guess that, that was it. Like 16 years old, I was like, right, that's my mission. Let's do it. That's so cool. Where did you go to university to study that? AUT. Um, yeah, AUT was a really, really, oh, cool. Yeah, a really cool degree. And I think like the best thing about what I did at AUT was that it kind of like, expanded your mind through through all the possibilities that you can do with communications you know there's just so many avenues i didn't even like know that some of these things were considered under the communications bracket but um a lot of skills learned that i can hopefully take on with me throughout my career that's so cool i'm at aut at the moment as well oh, cool. so i'm doing both radio and communications oh too. awesome yeah. <laughs> um so how did you get your first experience in radio um how did I get my first experience in radio? I was at uni doing my degree and I remember being like, okay, so I'm here because I want to be on George FM. So now I've just got to pick my balls up and go there and like try and make it happen. So I just like rocked up one day, man, this is actually kind of cringe thinking about it. Cause I was just like <laughs> this number one fan of the station. And I was like, okay, I'm just gonna rock up there. And it was in the old building and I remember walking up there being like, hi, <laughs> I'm Sid and um, I really love the station and I'd love to work for you, for you one day. And I, you know, I'm a, I'm a student and I feel like I've got what it takes. Like, oh no, <laughs> it was, it's actually so embarrassing thinking about it now, but it worked. It totally worked because they were like, look, we don't really have much for you to do. We don't have much to offer right now because it's such a tight knit company. It's so small. Um, but though I was like, okay. And then I just like went back every day. Like I just was like, okay, I'm here to help with whatever. <laughs> like, what can I do? I'll help with anything. So it kind of just works in a way. It's also just have, kind of having a face there. Yeah, um, your face always yeah, around. Yeah, like not forgetting me. Like if anything needed to be done, they're like, oh, Sim will do it. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. Hi. <laughs> but That's so cool. Um, how did you get to be an announcer on George FM? Um, like I said, I just helped like everywhere and anywhere I could. I remember like there was some just, yes, you just have to do some real shit jobs, hey, to get to like whatever you want to do. I remember painting mannequins in the hot sun. Like I'm not even sure what the mannequins were. I know shit, have no idea what those mannequins were used for and I don't know if they were used. <laughs> But I remember, yeah, having to paint these mannequins in the hot sun. I'd like take the George cars through the car wash. I would work the door of the George FM events. I would seg 
all the logs. Um, I would load music. And then like I started doing mid-dawns, which was like my moment. I was like, oh, I am on the radio. I've got my own radio show. Like, welcome on board. Let's party. Um, and it was, it was cool. Like that's where I feel like I learnt like, um, what's the word, like the, the things, like the, what are they called, software? Yeah. It was all trial and error and, I mean, a lot of error, a lot of error, <laughs> and that's the best time to be a lot of error, right? In the mid-dawns when it's like midnight till six in the morning. Um, but I learnt a lot about radio and I then was offered to kind of jump on and do some like producing for George Driver, Dan Ox, where I'd jump in and kind of do a bit of a co-host role sometimes, which was just like out out the gate like how cool being on a do that on a drive show when I was just like this fresh little student and then yeah my time kind of came I feel like I always say I was in the right place right place at the right time but um it's really humbling to know that a lot of people yeah do credit me for my hard work and I have kind of stuck in there and done what I can to really prove that I am that I like needed to be on the radio with George FM so yeah awesome what's your most memorable moment with George um, I remember it was three weeks into my George Knight show and um, at the time I was like having this little bit of a, like I was, I was just really nervous still, like I was still finding my feet, I was like completely responsible for the whole show, we had, you know, George FM, we don't have producers, we don't have tech producers, we don't have like anyone helping with anything, it's just you are in control and I'm like this really young, fresh. <laughs> out of university, I was still at university doing this night show. Um, and my boss rings me and I'm like on air and I'm like, oh, I'm busy and stressed, can you not? <laughs> I think fine, it's cool. And then he messages me being like, Sin, in five minutes, can you run downstairs and open the door? And I was like, oh, okay. Like I was so flustered <laughs> yeah, I did it. And I opened the door and it was Skrillex and I was like, Hold on a minute, like I've got goosebumps talking about it. I've actually got goosebumps talking about it. It was the most insane moment of my entire life. Like the biggest, most prolific name in dance music. And he is standing at the door and he's like, what's up, Sid? I'm here for an interview and let's party. And I was like, <laughs> so that was my first ever live to ear interview. And I'll never forget it. It will always be one of my most memorable moments in, in my radio career so far. That's so cool. Far out. Awesome. I know. <laughs> um, on the opposite scale of that, do you have any yeah. kind of embarrassing moments you want to share? Because, you know, we're all human and everything. <laughs> I feel like I'm such an extrovert, which always puts me into positions to be embarrassing myself on the daily. Like, on air, I just, I'm just always embarrassing. Like, if you listen to my show, I'm constantly saying the wrong words, making up my own words. Um, saying things I shouldn't and I think I don't know I would yeah I guess I can't really think of anything that's like proper embarrassing that springs to mind right now but I feel like just listening to me on the radio is quite embarrassing but I also feel like that's quite <laughs> I also feel like I don't even know if I can say this about myself but I feel like that's also what makes me a little bit more lovable it's like oh she's just a bit of a she's just a bit of a ditz to be fair you know <laughs> can I even say that can I say that I'm lovable that's so weird yeah, totally. You, off. You, 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 you give off lovable vibes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a presenter that you look up to? Oh, I love Annie Mac. 
Annie Mack from BBC Radio 1 in the UK. She is just, she's a force. She is the ultimate. She's like a boss ass female presenter who is like passionate and just a sparkly, bright, lovable, <laughs> um, <laughs> uplifting human. And she's just, and she, you can just tell she's passionate. Like she, to me is like, yeah, she is my, my everything. And I feel like a lot of people say, you know, what do you like, what do you aspire to be like? And I'm like, I want to be known as the New Zealand version of Annie Mac. Like that would be goals for me. <laughs> That's what I want. Awesome. So you're a radio superstar by day and then by night, you're also a DJ superstar. Um, how'd you get into DJing? Um, I can hands down say that I cemented myself as a raver before I even touched the deck. Like I used to, I still do to this day. I love going to a club or a gig and just dancing until the lights come on. Like that is just one of my, that's my happy place. I love it so much because it's just this cool little moment with you and like-minded people and the music and the atmosphere. And it's, it's fun. It's like wild. It's crazy. Like I was going to, I don't know, I was going to gigs since I was legally allowed to. And then before that, I was going to, you know, underage gigs because I just loved it so much. And I feel like that's a huge part of, of sin, the DJ now, you know, like what, what I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be credible if I, if I didn't have that raver experience first. Yeah. Um, but I'm still learning. I'm still learning. I'm still learning so much about being a DJ. I still learn today. Like I'm really lucky. I've got an awesome little setup at home and my partner's, not, not even being biased, but I think he's hands down one of the most technically excellent DJs in New Zealand. So I'm very lucky to have uh, a helpful hand in that. <laughs> um, what's your favorite part about being behind the decks? There's just something about seeing a dance floor full of people dancing and shouting and smiling and sometimes like crying because they're just so happy like how cool is that like it's such a moment that you are just free and happy and it's like holy heck i have got some sort of hand in that like i like i don't want to say the captain of it but like you're almost like and you're not in control of it because everyone's everyone's you know doing their own thing and whatnot but like you have a hand in that little happy moment of theirs and i feel like that's really special you can't really yeah i can't really put that to anything else how did you feel doing your first ever gig? Oh my God, I was an absolute wreck. Like <laughs> the whole is just an absolute wreck leading up the whole week. Being like, oh, I'm, just, I'm not gonna do it. It's fine, I'll just, like, I'm not ready, I'm not ready. And I don't think, I feel like every DJ will say this, they'll, they'll be like, they would never, I just felt like I was never quite ready, but, but <laughs> you aren't ready. And that's the best thing about it. You just get up there and you just have the best time. And I was really lucky because I, my first ever gig, I remember I had bright green hair, like tennis ball green hair. I was going That's through it. That's so first. cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I was really lucky. I had like, I had my best friend playing back to back with me. So that was like a little bit of, I was like, oh, I was quite safe. Like I've got my mate here. If anything messes up, if I really do some damage here, he's on damage control, you know, like he's got me sorted. Yeah. <laughs> like a little bit of backup support there as well. Yeah, yeah 100%. Compare that to now, um, how, what do you love the most about how far you've come? 
I think I've still got a really long way to come. Like a lot of, you know, I talk to a lot of people and they're like, wow, you know, you, you, you've only started, you were only DJing like two years, you only started DJing two years ago. And I'm like, I know, like it's all kind of happened quite quickly and I'm so grateful for that. Um, and I, and I count my blessings every day for, for some of the amazing gigs and festivals I've been a part of. But I still have got a really long way to go. But from like 2017 sin to like 2020 sin, she's grown a lot. Like she has grown so much and I'm really proud of myself. Like I just, I just want to have fun all the time. I'm someone that just like thrives off just having fun. And I feel like I'm having a bloody good time right now. So that's, yeah, that, that's how I feel. That's how far I've come, I think. Uh, what's your most memorable time DJing, I guess? Your most memorable kind of gig or festival? Like I said, I've had so many. I'm really lucky. <laughs> I've had so many. Have you been to Have you been to Rhythm and Vines before? Yes. Yeah. Isn't it just the best? Like, yeah. It... The atmosphere is so good. I love it. Absolutely love it. It's, <laughs> it's none. Like being up on that hill is just like the greatest feeling. Um, yeah, I think like I definitely have to say my first year at Rhythm and Vines and then my second year at Rhythm and Vines, like being asked to come back after playing for the first time is is more so a compliment than getting played asked to play for the first time because you're just like, oh, like I must have done a good enough job for them to be like you. We want you to be a part of it again. So I think that's always something that I am really proud of and, and one of my favourite moments. But um, on a smaller scale and probably a more like intimate and special scale was this rave called Morning People and it's like a morning rave and it's um, drug and alcohol free and it's just people that come and dance in this deep dungeon like dungeon like club called Whammy Bar on a Wednesday oh. morning from 6 till 8.30 before work. <laughs> That's it's so amazing. cool. It is amazing. <laughs> That's what I mean. That's what I mean. And it's like bringing it back to the whole aspect of like going and losing yourself to music and sweating it out and like it actually being a bit of an exercise regime. Like yeah. it's so much fun and the people there are incredible. I have never played to anyone. They're like these free spirited little, I don't know. They're people that have like, they've lost their. Like they'll be like old school ravers that have like lost their home, you know, like they, they don't yeah. feel uh, confident enough to go out to the clubs anymore because it's kind of just like oversaturated with 18 year olds that want drum and bass. So it's yeah. like they've found a little home in this little, it's like, a, it's a subculture. It's so cool. I love it so much. So that is going to be one of my favorite gigs. Do you look up to any DJs for inspiration? And if so, like who are they? <laughs> um, Honey Dijon is amazing if you haven't heard of her she is like she is just like my absolute idol she's fierce she's like this powerful female who like just when she DJs like she's just commanding you know like when you yeah. watch someone you're like I can't take my eyes off you like you're just so commanding your energy your stage presence and she's just got like this grit and flair to her her it's a performance when she's performing it's so epic so honey dijon and then of course like i cannot go past the fact that like fat boy slim is an icon um, yeah <laughs> I'd probably, I'd honestly, i honestly feel like i'd probably get fat boy slim tattooed on my body somewhere <laughs> <laughs> must be a um must be a big part of your dj career <laughs> well it will be a eh? <laughs> <laughs> 
If you decided not to do radio or go into DJing, what would you be up to right now? What would I be up to right now? I don't know. I feel like where I'm, where I am right now is a really great place and I'm really, like I feel like I'm in this really exciting adventure because it's, it's just the start. Like I just feel like it's just the start. I've only been doing this for three years. You know, I'm newly on, on George Days. I think I've only been, I've, I've not even been in the show a year yet. So it's like this, this, this world that I'm in right now, it's like, it's all just, it's just at the start and it's, it seems really exciting and bright and, and new and I'm learning heaps and I'm, and I'm meeting lots of people and I'm growing so much as a human. So I just feel like I can't see myself anywhere else. And I'm really glad I don't have to be anywhere else. Like I'm really quite happy in my little spot now. Awesome. If you could give any advice to someone either wanting to go into DJing or radio, uh, what would it be? Um, you've just got to, if you find yourself getting excited over over music and, and there's just something that's wired inside you that just like um, probes you to, to share music with other people and you find that connection with others easily through music, then do it. Like, and also if you're a female, like do it. And if you need any advice, I'm more than happy for you to contact me on any platform. <laughs> I just think like um, it's such an exciting career choice and um, you know, like go to the shows, support the scene. That's the most important thing first. Go and support the scene, which means go to gigs, go to shows, go to festivals, um, watch the DJs, like really understand what they're doing and what makes them just so exciting to watch and then triple it by kind of creating your own your own version of it. Uh, get yourself a starter kit, lock yourself away in your bedroom and, and, and practice. Like, just do it, just do it, so much fun. Cool, what's your favorite mix that you've ever made when, while being a DJ? Um, I do a lot, I do a lot <laughs> because I, because on my show daily I do all sorts as well, but um, one of my favorites is probably one I did for the Jägermeister. I recorded it for Jägermeister. It's just a fun, uplifting disco house love song. Like it's just a whole <laughs> bunch of tunes that just make me want to groove. That just like make me feel funky. Yeah. And I don't know. I think I just, I think it's probably one of my favorites so far. Nah, 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 nah. I don't think you heard me. I said. Can I get a witness?
I might not even have done my favourite yet. How exciting is that to know that it, it could be just around the corner? Like, exactly. maybe I'll record tomorrow. <laughs> huh, looking forward to that, that's for sure. <laughs> awesome, well, thank you so, so much for joining us on the show today. Um, it's been really cool to hear about all your stories and where you're th hoping to go in the future. We really look forward to seeing you at festivals and gigs and all sort of stuff. Um, catch Sin on Instagram, George FM Days. Uh, yeah, thank you, Sin, for joining us. Thank you so much. This has been an absolute blast. And uh, yeah, good luck with the rest of the show. You've got amazing presence, great confidence. Hello everyone and welcome to my channel or welcome back to my channel. We're coming to you live from Christchurch right now. The band are over here, we're about to party. This is what this show is all about, good for you. Project Creative.